WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio presents the homily of the Most Reverend Thomas J. Paprocki, Bishop of Springfield, Illinois, from the Vigil Mass on the Solemnity of Pentecost at the Church of St. Mary in Lake Forest on May 14, 2016. This Mass was celebrated in conjunction with the 2016 Sports Faith Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. The Gospel is proclaimed by Father Michael McGovern, pastor of the Church of St. Mary. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, let anyone who thirsts come to me and drink. As scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him who believes in me. He said this in reference to the spirit that those who came to believe in him were to receive. There was, of course, no spirit yet, because Jesus had not yet been glorified. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Reverend fathers, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, a few weeks ago I was scheduled to celebrate a confirmation mass at one of the parishes in my diocese of Springfield in Illinois. And I was informed a week before the confirmation that the second round eighth grade girls basketball game was scheduled for the same night as confirmation. <laughs> Efforts to get the game changed to another date were unsuccessful. So the principal and the junior high religion teacher brought the girls together and discussed with them about making a decision that would support their faith now and in the future, a concept the girls had been discussing during their preparation for confirmation. After the discussion, it was suggested that the girls take a walk around the school to think about their decision. The girls asked if they could go, to, go as a group to the new school chapel instead. And once in the chapel, the girls began an impromptu prayer service, asking for guidance in this situation and for their intentions. Upon leaving the chapel, the girls informed the principal that they had decided that they would not be participating in the regional basketball game so that they could participate in their confirmation. I'm sharing the story with all of you because I wanted to bring to light a hidden example of courageous sacrifice for the faith that would otherwise have remained largely unknown and hidden behind the scenes. I also wanted to tell you about this because, in fact, these five girls were not at the confirmation that night, but instead they did play in their regional basketball game after, after all, so I wanted to explain to you how that came about. 
You see, when I heard about the girl's decision, I was deeply moved that these young women would make such a mature decision of faith, especially since I love sports myself and I know how significant a playoff game can be. But I was also reminded of the story in the Bible and the book of Genesis about Abraham being tested by God, who asked Abraham to sacrifice his own beloved son, Isaac, as a burnt offering to God. Abraham immediately prepares to obey, but at the last moment, an angel of the Lord stops the sacrifice, commanding Abraham with these words, Do not lay your hand on the boy. Do not do the least thing to him, for I know now that you fear God, since you did not withhold from me your son, your only one. In the end, God did not require Abraham actually to carry out the sacrifice, since the Lord was satisfied simply knowing that Abraham was willing to put God above everything and everyone else. Now, of course, skipping an eighth grade regional basketball game is not exactly the same magnitude as sacrificing one's son, although it may feel that way to an eighth grader. So just as in the case of Abraham, I thought God would be satisfied knowing that these girls would be willing to make the sacrifice and put God above everything else. So I suggested that the players be allowed to play in their basketball game, and I offered to confirm them at another time, which I did the following Sunday at our 10 o'clock Mass at the Cathedral in Springfield. I commend these girls on their willingness to offer a meaningful sacrifice to God and to provide an extraordinary example of faith for all of us. By the way, they lost the game that night. (laughs) But perhaps that's uh, another lesson to be learned. There are some things more important than winning. Now, since sacrifice and faith are at the heart of this story, I would like to say a few words about each. In popular usage, we tend to think of sacrifice as simply giving something up. But it really is much more profound than that. The word sacrifice comes from two Latin words, sacere, which means sacred, and facere, which means to make. So in its truest sense, sacrifice means to make someone or something sacred or holy that is consecrated to God. The sacrifices that we make as a matter of faith out of love for God in fact, make us sacred and holy in the sight of God. The perfect sacrifice was Christ's death on the cross. For by this sacrifice of his only begotten Son, God the Father showed his love for us. And by his willingness to die on the cross for our sins, Jesus makes us holy and consecrates us to his Father in heaven. The sacrifice of Christ on the cross is commemorated and mysteriously made present in the the Eucharistic sacrifice of the Church. Now, believing that bread and wine become the body and blood of Christ in the holy sacrifice of the Mass is a matter of faith. So, too, is believing that the apostles received the gift of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost and that we received a special outpouring of the Holy Spirit when we received the Sacrament of Confirmation. Faith is a gift that invites a response from us by which we assent to the whole truth that God has revealed, the truth that brings a superabundant light 
as we search for the meaning of life, as we go out into a world that is often hostile to religious faith, we must be provided with the spiritual weapons needed for battle with the forces of evil, and we must be equipped with a strong suit of armor capable of protecting us. The Apostle St. Paul describes this suit of armor in the following words in his letter to the Ephesians. Put on the armor of God so that you may be able to stand firm against the tactics of the devil. The first and foremost weapon in this suit of armor is the shield of faith. As St. Paul goes on to say, in all circumstances, hold faith up before you as your shield. It will help you extinguish the fiery darts of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, the word of God. Thus we say that confirmation makes us soldiers for Christ, armed with the spiritual weapons needed for the spiritual battles that wage war upon our souls. When the devil strives to lead us astray by tempting us to sin, faith shows us a view of the abyss of hell so that we might behold the torment that will be the punishment of sinners. At the same time, faith throws open the portals of heaven where the highest rewards are prepared for those who persevere in the love of God and the pursuit of virtue. On the day that we receive the sacrament of confirmation, we receive this special outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon us, which completed the grace that we first received at baptism and strengthens us for the challenges of life. And one of the biggest challenges that we have in our secular world today is the temptation not to practice the faith. If you give in to that temptation, you will be paying a heavy price. Imagine someone who has studied and worked hard to get into a very elite college or top-tier university. And then when they receive the letter of acceptance notifying them that they have been admitted to this prestigious institution, they never attend any classes. What a waste that would be. Similarly, we who have been fully initiated into the church through baptism and Eucharist and, and confirmation and receiving the Holy Spirit have put a great deal of time and effort into being full members of the church. And if we don't practice our faith, we will squander a great gift that God has given to us. For by the reception of the sacrament of confirmation, the baptized are more perfectly bound to the church and are enriched with the special strength of the Holy Spirit. Hence, they are witnesses of Christ and are more strictly ob obliged to spread and defend the faith by word and deed. What this is saying is that your baptism and confirmation brought you into full membership in the church. And being a full member of the church then brings with it some expectations and responsibilities, namely to tell other people about your relationship with Jesus Christ. Secondly, to manifest that relationship in the way you live. And third, to invite other people to share in this faith. Of course, none of this is easy to do. And so that's why God gives us the special strength of the Holy Spirit to us, just as he did to those apostles on Pentecost, to help us to carry out our duties and responsibilities. In closing, I would like to sing a song for you. It's called Oceans Where Feet May Fail 
by a group called Hillsong United. The lyrics express very well how the Holy Spirit will lead us and strengthen our faith in the presence of our Savior. You call me out upon the waters, the great unknown, where feet may fail. And there I find you in the mystery, in oceans deep, my faith will stand. And I will call upon your name And keep my eyes above the waves When oceans rise My soul will rest in your embrace For I am yours And you are mine Your grace abounds in deepest waters. Your sovereign hand will be my guide. Where feet may fail and fear surrounds me, you've never failed and you won't start now. So I will call upon your name and keep my eyes above the waves when oceans rise my soul will rest in your embrace for i am yours and you are mine spirit lead me where my trust is without borders Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander, and my faith will be made stronger in the presence of my Savior. I will call upon your name. Keep my eyes above your ways. My soul will rest in your embrace, for I am yours, and you are mine. May God give us this grace. Amen. Thank you for listening to this special presentation from the 2016 Sports Faith Hall of Fame Induction Ceremonies. For more information about Sports Faith International, visit sportsfaithinternational.com. And for more information about WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, visit wsficatholicradio.org.